0: Listen.
2: Let Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? And welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherm in the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherm. Today is Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. This is episode 164. 164. I'm so excited to share this one with you guys. I have a very special guest, and it's someone that I'm such a big fan of. We've got the one and only dj producer cloverdale on for this week's episode and i know you guys will enjoy it just as much as we did in episode 164 we got it all in and we jumped right into his early inspirations and influences cloverdale is originally from ottawa ontario and canada and grew up playing in rock and metal bands once he heard skrillex scary monsters and nice sprites album he was immediately drawn to the unique energy and parallels between rock and metal and electronic music Shortly after he was inspired to start making his own music with friends, the rest is history. We also had a great conversation on his transition from being a dubstep producer to a tech house producer. Cloverdale wasn't always Cloverdale. He was originally known as AWOL and produced dubstep for a good portion of his career. Even though he was having success, he was also playing house sets as Cloverdale and became obsessed with the energy from the crowd. In 2018, he officially started releasing music under the Cloverdale moniker and slowly transitioned out of the dubstep scene. However, he does still make dubstep and absolutely loves the music. Now, of course, we talked about the Cloverdale discography. He is such a special producer and harnesses his dubstep creativity in an extremely unique way with his four on the floor tech house tracks. This style has given him the credibility to release on labels like Confession, Night Service Only, Dim Mac, Gold Deeper, In Rotation, and so many more. This guy's really got a unique sound. I also love talking about his new label called Vibrancy. In late 2020, Cloverdale launched Vibrancy, a forward thinking tech house label with one sound in mind. High octane tech house, and oh my lord, did they deliver. We had a blast talking about the ins and outs of what it's like running a label and everything that goes into making it successful. Love what they're putting out. Cloverdale is someone that you absolutely need to add to the Rolodex. His music speaks for itself, but he's so much more than your average DJ producer. He's making an impact, and everything he does comes straight from the heart, and I love that about him much love and respect my man and thanks for coming on the show let's get into it right now so you guys can hear a story for yourselves this is episode 164 with cloverdale ladies and gentlemen hello and welcome back to another brand new episode of sherman the booth i am ecstatic to have alex walsh aka cloverdale on the show cheers my friend Oh, so cheers, I, you drink a little yeah. something. What are you drinking yeah. there? Uh,
1: this is actually Bulwark cider. It is from the Annapolis Valley, Nova Scotia, about like 40 minutes from here. And it, it's, wow. it's some cider from they. They have a lot of wineries and apples and orchards and things <laughs> out there. Yeah, fancy. I,
2: Yeah, that's true. And I, I, um, I have a day job in logistics, and there's a ton of like apples that come out of Northern Maine and all that weird area yeah, to all yeah. the the produce and stuff. Too, I'm drinking a Corona extra. I couldn't be more lame. This that, is, uh, dude, dem- that's my that's my other choice
1: actually <laughs> is that's it the, that's the other thing that's in the fridge okay
2: <laughs> all right cool i feel a little bit better though
1: yeah man <laughs> it's
2: great to have you here man like i said oh, before we you. went live um i've had you on, have you on the list for a while and you've come up so many times um in, in lots of different ways content creation your own label uh, people playing your music and just everything you're doing, man, is really cool. So oh, I just want to take so a second much. to say, like, you're a fucking rock star, bro, for real. Uh,
1: I appreciate it a ton, dude. I'm I'm stoked that it, you know you're kind of connecting with uh, with what we're putting up on the internet, and uh, it's right. it, it, it's cool sometimes because you know I feel like for the the better part of the year, I, yeah, I've just been here in Nova Scotia and uh, just <laughs> uploading things to the internet. And, and uh people have seemed to be enjoying it and now i'm i'm, I'm here chatting to all kinds of people yeah and i'm having you know phone calls with people all the time and i'm like i haven't really left my room a lot
2: <laughs> i feel the same way <laughs> I'm, I'm in chicago obviously and like things are still slowly opening up and just today i was like you know what? I, I I need to get out of my apartment. I need to go walk around. You just kind of forget <laughs> the days go by. I don't know what's happened, but we're here the now. Days
1: be flying. I don't know if it, that's just me or anybody else, but the I really have cool. I really have found that lately the days have been like, yeah, zooming, zooming, zooming. Like to, I knew we had this call, and then like half hour ago, I was like, oh shit, like that's yeah,
2: like, the same. Like minutes ago, zooming. <laughs> Alex, for, there, I feel like you say you say Nova Scotia. I know where it is, but a lot of people like somebody in Los Angeles probably is like, where the fuck is that? Is that Greenland? Can you tell us where Nova Scotia is exactly in North America? This is what's wild.
1: There's actually, (laughs) we're we're a, a whole time zone east of new york yes that's insane east of new york like (laughs) there's actually shit out there people don't realize that
2: yeah i i forgot where it was and you're like yeah i'm actually i'm two hours ahead of chicago i'm like two hours ahead are you in the middle of the ocean bro
1: yeah bro that's me (laughs) do you know what's nuts so we have another province newfoundland which is like even further east of nova scotia yeah and they're a half hour past us a half hour uh, yeah they're (laughs) fucked they're a bunch of weirdos (laughs) over there (laughs) <laughs> a half yeah. hour ahead. yeah yeah so right now it is 9 40 something i don't know wow well Not thank 40, you 50.
2: thank you for taking the time on a tuesday night with me man
1: oh dude no problem i'm i'm pleasure to be here and i'll chat with you any day man
2: I, any we're, day we're we're excited to have you brother now i always like to kick off an interview with a, a fun question and you like i said are are this incredibly creative person and your social media is amazing. And you were mentioning it before we went live. You really have this cool personal brand. And I think that's what makes you so unique because you're the only Alex, you know what I mean? Like I'm the only Sherman. That's something that I really respect about you too. But a lot of musicians, let alone people in the house world um, have trouble with content creation. What's your secret or strategy to always keeping it fresh and fun? I mean, you've literally done Twitch streams in your bathtub you like consistently are trying new things and it's all extremely entertaining. Did it happen like
1: that originally for you or how long you've been having fun with it like this? Dude. Okay. So yeah, it, 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 it has been so much fun and I, I have to give a massive massive shout out to, um, my manager and vibrancy's co-founder and label managers, Todd, who, uh, has really, let's go um, Todd. Yeah. To- massive shout out to Todd in that department. Cause he, um, has really sort of like, Opened me up to be like, hey, like, why not? Why not? He's kind of always that guy that you know, no idea is too crazy, um, and that. like, you know, always is encouraging everyone to think outside of the box and really try and and uh, do things differently. And so, you know, I, I I feel like bringing him on board has really helped me to yeah think of things differently and then uh, and now together him and I are always bouncing ideas off each other anytime we think of something anytime he thinks of something dope anytime I think of something dope you know we're bouncing things back off you know Mm -hmm. today I just texted him and I was like Todd Mm -hmm. the website needs to accept Bitcoin why don't we accept Bitcoin?" (laughs) (laughs) it's like every DJ has like I was I literally scroll through my Facebook feed and like I'm not really much of a cryptocurrency dude at all. Me neither. Uh, but I, I have a little bit, and that's about it. And then I just look at it, and I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Back to <laughs> but, happening. <laughs> but, but, but I scroll through my feed, and every it seems like every other producer and DJ is like a cryptocurrency wizard. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I feel like we should probably accept Bitcoin on, on the Vibrancy store. <laughs> um, that was my thoughts. Anyways, he said maybe but the accounting will be difficult
2: <laughs> that's yeah, the genuine <laughs> heartfelt
1: answer yep <laughs> but anyways we're yeah we're always trying to think of you know what what's the thing that we can do to kind of bring it to the next level to yeah. you know be as professional as we can um, you know because you know half the time you're thinking you're like well like you know how did so and so you know become so popular it's because yeah. they did the damn thing yeah. you know they they went out there and they created some cool content they did some unique stuff they did some stuff that nobody else had done before mm-hmm. so so that's just what you gotta do you gotta get out there and you know make not only make a ton of music but uh figure out the coolest creative ways to deliver it to people as well so uh you know definitely don't try and do what everybody else is doing try yeah. and look the other way and and think outside out of the box and uh yeah yeah that's uh. No idea is too dumb, and uh, roll with Facts.
2: it. That's yeah. true. In fact, probably the more dumb the idea is, the least the least likely someone's already done it before.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> well, your content really is incredible, and we'll get uh, into thank that. Thank you so much, dude. But uh, we're, we're here to get your full story today, man. Let's take it all the way back. You're in Nova way Scotia back. right now.
1: Where are you originally from? Dude, I'm originally from Ottawa, Ontario, so mm-hmm. it's like in between Montreal and Toronto. Mm-hmm and uh yeah i I lived there like until i was 18 went through elementary school and high school and stuff there nice and grew up playing in like rock and metal bands which i think is is a theme amongst uh sort of producers these days it seems to be it's so
2: true (laughs) yeah i know i'm gonna reveal one of your secrets you were a dubstep producer yeah it's like you go rock band or metal, and you love that stuff, and then you get into <laughs> electronic music and you want the grit, and then you yeah. eventually end up at house music because you can still deliver that, right? <laughs> yeah, dude,
1: that, <laughs> that's it, man. That's it. So, <laughs> I, uh, that was it. I, I, But while in high school, I, I kind of, it would have been near the end, you know, I was listening to, you know, a lot of Daft Punk and Mastercraft, yeah. um, early Dead Mouse, yeah. uh, and then. It would have been just after I graduated that Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites came out, and I was like, I remember the first time I heard it, and mm-hmm. I was like, Yeah, I don't think I like this. This Same. sounds, this sounds like noise, <laughs> and and I don't really think it's music because I don't really, <laughs> but but I like, I didn't really hate it, I was just yeah. like, I don't think I like it. And then like a couple days later, I was like, oh my God, yes, this is the <laughs> Had it like burned on a CD in my dad's show five Impala, ripping there around. There we go. We would, we'd we drive, because the drinking age in Ontario uh, was 19. Right. Uh, but in Quebec, which is in Ottawa, it's like kind of a border city, it's on mm-hmm. the river. Mm-hmm. And across the river, the drinking age is 18. So we would just drive across and buy all our beer and then drive back. Um and <laughs> I just remember do, I remember doing that all the time, just blasting <laughs> scary monsters and nice spirits. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Uh, Wait. That, so what
2: instrument did you play?
1: Uh, you I know? played guitar, and bass. Um. Yeah. And I kind of what really got me into producing though is my house was like sort of the jam space. Uh, right. my parents sacrificed everything to uh, listen to the drums all the day because my, my brother Thank was a drummer. Fans nice massive love to my parents for that and because of it uh we also started buying sort of some recording equipment here and there like you just kind of collect gear over time if Mm. you're a musician Mm -hmm. um and, and so you know bought a couple mics bought like a little sound card um you know got cubase started dabbling around on recording music and then i was like at the time listening to a bunch of hip hop and listening to some other like electronic music and I was mm-hmm. like, might as well, you know, I downloaded FL Studio, started messing around with that. Wow. And then I went away to university. Mm-hmm. My first couple years in university, I didn't really do too, too much music. I did a lot of studying at the bar um, <laughs> and playing a lot of pool. Nice. And and then I remember like it, it was, and and like going to the raves. And then I remember it was like, <laughs> like i don't know third four actually yeah it was the end of my third year of university me and all my buddies were hanging out by the pool and uh it, it's kind of an embarrassing song that would like sparked this. but it was calvin harris i need your love dude um, that's a banger don't worry <laughs> it's just
2: safe space i love that save, song. safe
1: space but that song came out and my buddy was like hey man like how do you think Like, this music is made. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, like, I actually, I know I have the software on my computer that, like, is kind of how, you know, some of these people make it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if this is the same software that was used to make this song, but I know it's used to make, like, Avicii's songs. (laughs) 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 And uh, and he's like, no way. I'm like, you know what? Like, give me a week. I'll see, like, what i can do i'm gonna like dive into it because like we just i don't know gone and seen i don't know that summer we saw went to a bunch of festivals kind of in montreal and stuff, mm-hmm. good mm-hmm.
2: music scene in, in montreal right
1: dude amazing se- music scene in montreal yeah. we we usually try to make it out there every uh every couple months really it's about yeah. it's it's a bit of a drive from here we usually half the time we fly um because mm-hmm. it, it is probably like a 10 hour drive oh my god <laughs> yeah that Nothing a in long Canada on time so, to drive yeah. back hungover. Yeah,
2: dude. <laughs> the drive back, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. It's the that is the struggle for sure. But uh Yeah, and then uh so I went home and uh just for a whole week straight just tried to learn FL Studio and write a song and uh kind of half butchered together something. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed the process so much that I was like, "Hey, man, I'm going to do that again." Yeah. And that was about like uh seven eight years ago and uh i haven't stopped you were doing it by yourself youtube university or
2: like did you have ever yeah mentor?
1: yeah no I, I just pretty much like yeah learned through youtube yeah. i um and like you know everything else online and then uh you know made a bunch of other sort of friends uh, you know during that time i i feel like everyone if you were sort of a a budding music producer. And I mean, this could be still be the case today, but I'm just not on Facebook as much, but we would (laughs) all just add each other on Facebook all the time. And so my friend, my my friends list is fucked. It's literally just (laughs) 5,000 people. I have no clue who any of you are, Um, but like I very much just like met a ton of other people all over that were also sort of of doing the same stuff as me. So I actually got like a pretty solid group chat of friends And we'd always just send sort of whips back and forth and ask for feedback. And that group chat lasted probably like three years. And it's wild. So a lot of those guys that were in that chat now, I'd say like a good chunk of them are like still like making careers out of it. Most of them are sort of in the sort of trap and bass world. So so like Craymac is like a Circus Mm -hmm. Records dubstep guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like one of my good friends here from Halifax, actually awesome and uh so black sheep was in there who does some mm-hmm. sort of trap music uh trip from shipwreck was in there nice um who else we who uh, who is like was my roommate for a while and he uh, has a bunch of like monster cat type releases mm-hmm. um, who else was in there I'm missing some people that are still uh killing it but they, yeah there was a there was a gang of people that uh, That's special that really oh one of the guys that's now uh what's this guy he has a new project now that's uh a partner with carnage anyways now i forget it
2: Partnered with carnage
1: yeah he's got he's all hard trap music now i'm forgetting his name oh where's d- a hat he's a mysterious producer oh yeah, i know his real name but now i forget the the, pro- the project's name
2: anyway i know what you're talking about he came out of nowhere right and then he was yeah like, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, was- yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i know what you're talking about
1: now i'm now i'm forgetting it
2: but you learn from them great. like you guys
1: have send either yeah we'd all we'd all feedback. just send demos back and forth and be like yeah you, like what do you think of this how's my kick drum on this you know yeah basically <laughs> tale know, as just, old as time how's my does, kick drum on this yeah does my snare sound like shit um and that <laughs> that really helped a ton because we were always just trying to write you know we were we weren't necessarily writing the same style of music, but we were always just trying to like impress each other and one-up each other a little yeah. bit. I mean, yeah. it, whether we were or not, uh, not like it's a competition, but we were definitely all trying to get better and, and encouraging each other and, and really supporting each other, reposting each other's music, yeah, uh, sharing each other's stuff. And so that really, uh, even that sort of sense of community online was excellent and really sort of propelled me to, to kind of keep at it, and you were Cloverdale this time? No, this is all uh, – I produced under AWOL. A um, AWOL, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that until about um, – I mean, I probably – I released my last AWOL song in, like, 2019. Um, but that wasn't so long ago. It wasn't that long ago, no. Uh, and, I mean, I still have, like, a handful of music. Who knows? Maybe I'll still release yeah. a, some bass music here and there. Yeah. Uh, I still love bass music. Mm-hmm. I really, I don't like – I don't love the screaming, banging dubstep as much, but, uh, I still, I still love bass music. I still have a a deep passion for it. And, uh, so who knows? Yeah, exactly. Um, so when did Cloverdale start then? So Cloverdale started, uh, in around 2018 as well. Mm -hmm. So 20, yeah, it would have been 20. Yeah. February, 2018, I think. Mm -hmm. And, uh, very much started for total for fun. As a a way, so my roommate and I had just uh, he kind of had come on tour with my buddy Kraymack and I had done like a, a run of shows, all doing like dubstep shows here in in Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, we did sort of every weekend for a whole summer. Wow. At the end at, at the end of the summer, I was like, "Fuck, man! I am I am beat." <laughs> that was a lot of loud bang and dubstep for a whole summer and my buddy Jarrett had come with me and like yeah. throughout the whole summer we, we were at all these festivals and whatnot i would find myself at the house stage every time and yeah. i loved listening to house music and Jarrett always is is diehard house music he loves house music and always has mm-hmm. uh and so when we came back to halifax i uh, i ended up moving in with Jarrett and uh you know listening to a ton of house music and then i was in this sort of house music home and i was like okay i might dabble <laughs> you know explore some writing some house music songs House music home i love that uh, and uh and then uh so we decided that we wanted to start cloverdale so we could dj house music in town mm-hmm. um and like i didn't want to be playing all these Wall shows in town um i just kind of wanted a fun way to dj yeah um you know, without sort of like the big whole deal of, of, you know, playing an, an AWOL show. Right. And, and and so we started Cloverdale as a duo, as this fun little side project to play uh, tech house music. You and uh, then decided, well, we should probably write a couple songs. So we did that, put them out um, just on SoundCloud, kind of as free downloads. Mm-hmm. Then Some remixes? Wrote, yeah, we did, we did a couple of remixes, a couple of originals. And then um, we were, like, writing a bunch of music. I was having a lot of fun doing it. The first few shows that we played were some of the most fun that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> this is this is fun. Yeah. This is a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was still getting booked to play AWOL shows here and there, but I was just, like, I was far more excited to play the Cloverdale shows than I was the AWOL shows. Yeah. I was find, finding, like, I was almost, like, sometimes embarrassed to be playing like super loud bang and dubstep i was like this isn't really like i like this but like yeah uh, i don't know it was just feeling weird for me was it the energy
2: of the crowd like what was it about a cloverdale set versus a wall set that you like so much
1: the cloverdale sets everyone for me was just in a far better mood Mm -hmm. it wasn't it was it was just like fun and vibey everyone's chilling yeah um i i felt like you know, it was just a happier kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know, you, you get that with dubstep shows. Dubstep shows are, are a ton of fun too, and they're yeah. a blast. It's yeah. just a different different sort of thing, and I was just enjoying enjoying the other ones more. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of just stuck with that. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. I basically uh, wrote a bunch more Cloverdale songs, yeah. sent a few of them off to um, some labels, and initially it was like, yeah, the prescription records that picked up our first EP. Um, so it would have been like Dr. Fresh's earlier, Was that free your her, mind. Her, no, it would have been, uh, the, it was called our, our talk to me EP. So it was the one with yeah. that video. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so the talk to me EP, which was like a four track EP and, uh, so kind of from, yeah, from there just, uh, rolled with it. And, uh, have, have kind of just been trucking along since you've been
2: on a fucking roll man like let's we got to take a second and just acknowledge you for how incredible of a producer you've become like oh, when thanks, i was man. when i was rolling through everything i'm a soundcloud hound myself you know what i mean i, I went digging today man and I found, <laughs> I found all your old. i found a lot of your old tracks from 2018 that's why i, I saw some of that early stuff and if you fast forward to here we are right now you're at about 70,000 monthly listeners on Spotify a couple million in cumulative streams and 2020 brought in over 700,000 plays on Spotify alone like come on baby oh, i thanks, hope you're man. proud of yourself yeah
1: we're we're getting there you're getting we, there we're getting there keep trucking <laughs> keep yeah, trucking
2: man. man but you have you have so many amazing tracks and I, and i want to cover some of my favorites and also um, some of the ones that I think really define your sound. So you've released oh, on you, dude. Confession, Night Service, Dim Mac, In Rotation, Country Club Disco, World Famous Headquarters, Gold Deeper, Club Sweat, The Prescription. Like, yeah, <laughs> bro, let's go. Those, are like, those <laughs> are like my favorite labels, like some of the best in the game. Uh,
1: thank you, dude.
2: So cool. And the one I want to talk about first is because it's so tight confession man like, this is <laughs> this is motherfucking chami you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah totally. this is this is like a guy who i've really seen change the landscape for house and tech house and deep house too and melodic yeah, totally. like
1: yeah 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 he's such
2: a, a special special person in the music industry and um you know i i know a few people and i've had them on the show who have released on confession and i swear like every track is different that they put out you know, yeah, like totally. it's, it's, it's the story they're telling. I don't know. I would love to ask Chami, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah but sure. you're the closest I got and, and open up EP, open up in Tumbling. Really, really well made tracks, incredibly oh, well you, produced, dude. dude. Like I've listened to enough music in my day to know the little bit, that little extra 10% is what makes a big difference. And I could tell like, you, you put that extra effort in. Let's hear that extra effort on Cloverdale's Open Up from his Open Up EP real quick. Tell me what uh, it was like you. releasing on this label, making making these two tracks. Mm-hmm. How did it feel?
1: Oh, uh, dude. Okay, so like, yeah, confession was definitely like from the get go one of the labels that I had immediately gravitated to long before, mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. before Cloverdale even started, and they were, uh, you know, always kind of pushing the the boundaries of what modern house music was to me. Yes, uh, well said. But, yeah you know like the first like don Bresky ep with utopia and, and like nitty gritty zp early we had that track fear yes um, and some of those early confession releases uh you know loge 21 and low 99 and, yes um and they were you know the coolest house music sound in my opinion at the time and i was like holy shit definitely <laughs> was the the sort of main inspiration for starting cloverdale and when we when you know when we initially started cloverdale it was like okay like we want to get on confession like that is that is sort of the the main the main goal and um uh, that's awesome uh so kind of just like worked away at it what's funny is the, um we had sent we had, we had sent them so many demos kind of throughout uh like from the get-go like immediately yeah was this wasn't like, the first one to get approved oh yeah no no, no. <laughs> um we actually had a track uh, called My Soul come out on on a VA like earlier in 2020. It was like in February 2020. That was mm-hmm. our first our first confession one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember, yeah, when we first uh, got that signing, I was like, holy shit, like it's, it's happened. Like, yeah. Wow. Like that yeah. no, definitely, definitely like a, a big wow moment. Um, and then so once we kind of had that, it was kind of like we were back and forth a bunch with more demos Um, Mm -hmm. and then we heard back in June about uh, about open up and tumbling to come out in December and uh, then I was like I was super fired up because especially those two tracks I knew we tumbling actually by the time it came out it was probably like a year in like four or five months old. Like it was <laughs> quite it's quite an old tune. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so uh like I'd been playing it tons in, in in on all the sets and um it was going off crazy live. There was a, a couple of videos the and the baseline in that track is <laughs> dirty. Thanks man. Yeah it was definitely uh every time it got played out and people would kind of lose it and I was like okay there's something here uh <laughs> and we definitely we sent it around uh, to a like a handful of labels here and there, and uh, yeah, eventually uh, confession picked it up, and uh, it was it, the perfect place for it. It really. Uh, yep. I'm I'm glad it landed there. It took a while to come out. I kind of I would definitely wish it could have come out earlier, but at the same time, it's like yeah. I'm glad we sort of stuck with it and waited it out um, to kind of like nail that release. And uh, in the yeah. end, the, the EP did pretty well and uh yes, so pretty stoked about it so
2: yeah amazing man it's great tracks and and both of the tracks on on that ep are in my opinion tracks that go on the usb like i, I this <laughs> almost every time there are there are tracks that you release that people listen to when it comes out there mm-hmm. are tracks that they heart it there are tracks that they share there are tracks that you text to your friends be like wow this is a hit and then if you're a dj there are tracks that you stop literally in your tracks and go, I'm going to beat for <laughs> I'm downloading this right now and I'm making sure it's on my USB. And there we go. Both of those tracks for me <laughs> struck a nerve, bro. So that's how I'm you know. DJ to DJ. That shit slaps. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I
0: appreciate it.
2: I yes, appreciate man. It. Yes. Um, so night service only, uh, for those that don't know, is is Sid's label. Um, and it is just so cool to see what he's been doing in the house world. Dude, I, he,
1: he's the man, dude. Yeah for sure man that that has that label uh out of all the labels we work with are they really have it together they uh they have a killer team behind them um so they're actually partnered with spin in, which is really yeah. cool mm-hmm. uh, and so they they have kind of the whole big spin in promo engine behind them which is incredible yeah. and um so uh but it has been putting out some incredible music every i don't think they've there hasn't been a bad release. The A&Ring off no. on that label has been absolutely incredible. Yeah. The, uh, you know, stuff like chapter and verse and muse and West end. And, uh, you know, some of that, there was a, a and uh and what was that? No problems track. That was incredible too. There, there yeah. just hasn't been a bad release on that label and they really do put kind of put into the work to make sure that it, it gets heard. And uh, yeah. So yeah, that one uh, with the keep dancing EP was uh, one so of my favorite true. releases of the year, for sure.
2: Let's hear why it might have been one of Cloverdale's favorite releases. This is Cloverdale and Crude, Keep Dancing, off the of Keep Dancing EP do you keep from do Night dance. Service Only. When the come on, and the music stops, do you want to keep dancing? Do you want to keep... with with crude right tell me about that collaboration on keep dancing you guys had an awesome video with it you you did this really cool rollout that i thought was super unique
1: yeah man dude crude's a a hilarious guy and it was a ton of fun to to work with him he very much uh he was kind of down to do whatever and we were like man we got to do this fun promo video yeah yeah so the the song keep dancing uh our collab has this big massive ridiculous obnoxious drum fill right in, <laughs> like, before the last drop and so we were like yeah. hey let, I think we, we should try and do like air drumming auditions and try and try and find a drummer to do this drum fill <laughs> and uh, so, so we basically tried to try to find a drummer and uh, in the end we couldn't so I, I ended up programming the drum fill <laughs> <laughs> that'll yeah. happen
2: your rock band days came back to you
1: yeah man dude rock band what a game what, a, what game. a game yeah i was more of a guitar hero guy myself but same
2: like, yeah, that, yeah yeah yeah. I, I, I could do dragon force on hard but not expert i had a friend who could and i was so jealous i wish oh, i would've really played the guitar though looking back but i
1: really it good. kind of like guitar hero kind of got me into playing guitar and playing guitar nice. got me into making music like so i think Thanks, we, I, owe, hero. I owe guitar hero for everything
2: can we say
1: fuck DJ Hero though? Have you seen that before, uh, dude? I there was one of them, <laughs> like like just one of the controller things in my house, like <laughs> that I just moved out of. I lived yeah. in a bit of like it was just like four guys that lived there, so there was just shit. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this uh, random DJ Hero controller with no DJ Hero, but like I very much tried to like. I don't know people would just get drunk and play with it really yeah uh, it was just on the table to make fun of we also had yeah. like a D- dj for dummies book there was a bunch of just random dj things in the house because my other roommates there are also other producers and djs and whatnot so it was very wow. really much a, a a dj house sounds
2: like an incubator
1: yeah that's what it, really what it was and why i was stoked to move there initially was because i was like i'm gonna be in this you know this space of uh yeah other creatives other people doing the same thing um you know my roommate is sort of a sound designer who you know he designs splice packs and wow um, yeah he also produces for like other sort of hip-hop people and stuff he's killer he's like super super insanely talented that's sick uh, dude yeah my other roommate jared who we yeah him and i did cloverdale together for a long time uh and we since kind of have kind of gone separate ways he uh, is also a paramedic, and so he uh is has been crazy busy doing that and living yeah. living life being a paramedic, which is wild and crazy for him. And uh, yeah. he, he's kind of been dabbling doing some more melodic music lately. And um, yeah, it's uh it was a cool cool place to live for sure. I loved being in that environment and uh, always having someone to bounce some ideas off of. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, you, does your each girlfriend other. like
2: your music? How do you bounce ideas off her? You're like, babe, come in here, check this out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, she, knows she does. She, she teaches as well, and uh, oh, she awesome. Teaches, yeah, she DJ's more like bass music and dubstep and left field bass and yeah. weird deep dub and stuff like that. And, dubs, and, yeah. What's her name? She, uh, Erica. But uh, she Erica. goes by S- Sister Ricky. Sister Ricky, deep dub. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but she's dope as fuck. And, uh, That's so sick, yeah, bro. we, our, our, house is loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's real loud.
2: Fuck. Yeah, dude. It's awesome. Yeah,
1: It's sick. It's very dope. Very cool. Um,
2: so I want to ask about this dim Mac release uh, a few reasons why, of course, it's an incredible track back to that, Back. but to that. I I've been having a lot of these conversations, um, with producers like yourself and it's just, it's so cool to see somebody like Steve Aoki and, and even spinning spinning of course is European, but like these larger artists giving platforms to people like you and I in the tech and house space. Right. So they acknowledge that like, all right, this is a little more than a small pool of people now. You know what I mean? There's like a movement. So, dude, it's crazy. You're seeing yeah. so
1: many of these like big room producers and EDM producers that are making like tech house tracks. Alesso, now.
2: David, Getta, yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm down with it, bro. Like, we if I could get David Getta to play my track at Ultra on the main stage, like, you're yeah. good. You're in the clear. That's like Swedish House Mafia playing your track, or something. dude. That's
1: it's crazy. If I look, yeah, I, my music's been supported by. All these, yeah, Big massive boys. EDM DJs, Martin never, Garrix, dude. Yeah, yeah, that I would have never <laughs> ever sort of anticipated. And I'm like, yeah, I think, yeah, Martin Garrix was one of the first ones that I was like, huh, that's which a weird... track Did he support Octane? Uh, oh, yeah, like well, that's a... a hit. That's a fucking hit. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Um yeah and then yeah from there it's like yeah david Guetta and afrojack and oliver heldens and yeah all these sort of main stage right name dudes and i'm like this is weird, weird like, well, yeah. <laughs> do they really like this <laughs> uh, yeah man but i uh, tech house taking over tech house is taking over and i think you know the style that i'm writing is like a little bit more like polished and I definitely try to go for like a, a a really sort of clean, uh, polished mix down of sorts. So I can see, uh, you know, I, I grew up on, you know, those clean polished, you know, EDM big room type mix dance. And uh, I, I, I do my ear definitely gravitates to that a bit. Um, and, uh, so I can kind of see a little bit how, you know, they might be interested in, in some of that. And, uh, so it's hey, good. I'm, I'm, nothing, I'm nothing but supportive. I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked they yeah, did man. it.
2: It's awesome. And and that track too, like your synth work on that was super creative. Like oh,
1: thank you, bro. How how
2: did you how did you find inspiration on that track? Did you think, okay, I'm gonna send this track to Dimmac, or did it just come to you and it fit, or like what was the story of this one specifically?
1: Um no, I never really write songs ever for for like a specific angle. Okay. I I all open up a project start throwing you know some sounds in you know get a kick drum down a clap and -hmm. then I'll kind of just follow from there I'll be like okay like this kick sounds great with this clap what's gonna be the best hi hat that sounds with great with this kick and this clap okay once I get the hi hat done what's gonna sound great with this these three Mm
2: -hmm. and then just
1: keep adding what I think is gonna sound great with all of those and kind of just fall, let the track sort of create itself that way um, yeah. versus, you know, and sometimes I'll go into it with a bit of a, a, an idea or a, a style a little bit. Um, you know, cause you, you do need a little bit of direction. Um, but ultimately if I, you know, kind of follow a different rabbit hole that isn't the initial, uh, you know, direction that I set out to make. Yeah. Um, I don't give a shit. I'm like, Hey, it's this okay. sounds dope. Yeah. I like, you know, if it's sounding dope, Keep, al- keep going along you know I, that that's kind of been the the mindset i've had from day one and i feel like it lends and it it, it allows me to uh, you know come up with some really creative ideas because i'm not trying to hold back and be like oh no that's not the idea i had like i'm just gonna, yeah. you know i'm not afraid to get weird try something new and end up in this place that i never thought i'd be in so <laughs> you know that's definitely kind of how tumbling started tumbling like the like what wub, wub 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 bit yeah. um like initially i think i had started it for like more of a bass tune that was at like 145 and then like i was like oh i wonder if that like if i really slowed that down and made it Ooh. into like and uh yeah and it sat much better in in that space and ended up working out great and wow so uh yeah
2: that's sick that's very creative of you
1: what <laughs> mean- happened you just let, let it happen. It You're not yeah. afraid
2: to get uncomfortable. There's there's no box that you put yourself in.
1: No, not at all. And, like, I also – I think because I, like, come from writing a total different style and a different genre, I, like, mm-hmm. I'm open to writing absolutely everything. And yeah. I write a ton, and I definitely don't release everything that I write. And so because of that, I'm also very okay with just, like, you know, I, 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 I'm just down to write – whatever and it turns out to be a hit sick if it turns out to be absolutely nothing that's also sick and it's not time wasted i'm just gonna write another one um yeah you know i i kind of just i've gotten to the point where i can i can write them pretty quickly um and so it's just a matter for me of just you know trying to keep writing better and keep writing more and uh, if i can if i can just keep doing that then i know you know if tomorrow i don't write a good song I'm not really worried because I think in a few days I will probably will be able to. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You don't put the pressure on yourself. Yeah, and I think that way, if I don't put a lot of pressure, I don't, like, overthink and second-guess myself when I'm <laughs> making decisions. I'm like, oh, well, if this song in the end turns out that it sucks, well, yeah. then it sucks, and I'll just write another one that might not suck. Got to
2: make mistakes to learn from it, right, Alex?
1: Exactly. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs>
2: That's so cool. I, 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 while we're on the topic, I'd like to ask you more about it because when you're in the dubstep world, I'm not familiar with dubstep production, but I'm familiar with dubstep music enough to know that you yeah. got to try this. You got to try that. There's no rhyme or reason. You mentioned house music, right? You put a kick down and some percussion and then you kind of have this, this room to groove in almost. Right.
0: Yeah. That's you it. feel
2: like when you get that percussion, you get that sort of movement that there's, that dubstep aspect of I can do whatever the fuck I want? Or like, what's your mindset when you're getting into the creative process?
1: So like, I always start with my drums. I'll, I'll, like, like you said, I, I definitely, and my thoughts are, especially in tech house, the drums are the most important by far. By by far, some people totally are like, agree. No, it's the bass line. I'm like, No, you can have a real dirt simple bass line with some crazy drums. And that's, so true. That's a fucking tune. Um, so, what I try to do is I try to make my drums absolutely as full and as banging as early as I can. Because um, then I know, you know, it doesn't matter what I put as a bass line, it's going to be banging. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I really, you know, try to lock, lock, lock that drum groove in. And then from there, I usually, you know, work through my. You know what I'm going to do for a bass. It might not be, you know, like a straight bass line, but I kind of want to have an idea of what the bass is going to do and then uh, write something like that. And then I usually dive right to vocals pretty quick. I feel like I I lean quite heavily in the vocal. Um, They're like one of my go to's for Oh yeah, yeah. The signature sound
2: for you, man. You you do this awesome vocal chop and wordplay. That's so cool. It's all you know. Binge watch, binge watch. That's kind of like what makes him cool. I I love your sound with that too.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, dude. He he he's got some killer killer records too. he's uh, he's insane. He's got some funny ones, man. He's a funny dude. He's hilarious to watch. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So I I don't know. I you know, lead to some vocals, fill it in with some synths um who knows kind of go from there and uh kind of sculpt it all around but drums are key if if the drums aren't banging the tracks not banging And that's you know that's it that is
2: the the advice that we're looking for for the producers out there because <laughs> yeah. i i always say like how do you be unique in the four on the floor house space when technically everybody could put down the same splice loop and it sounds good but what makes it unique and i do think it's the percussion aspect of any house mm-hmm. song it's what makes yeah. you the the baseline is most of the time what like three to five notes and you don't even want to over complicate it too because you yeah. want the people to groove you go to a house festival and it's like you find that groove and some of my favorite house songs are three midi notes and yeah, i
1: mean right like
2: don't have to reinvent the wheel here people but have yeah. fun with the percussion i love that and the
1: drums yeah dude exactly
2: it's good advice you know you right. have three incredible tracks with some of the best drum movement i've heard on in rotation bro like you th- <laughs> i think i think they like you you got oh, moving man. every day in old school each of these absolute bangers dude like oh, moving you, dude. Is, a, is a uh in the words of dj susan a peak hour bang bang that's
1: a <laughs> <laughs> peak hour bang bang yeah that's another mm-hmm.
2: one that goes on the usb um
1: oh thanks man and in
2: rotation is is a very reputable label of course a sub label of insomniac um you released 2020 and just recently too right
1: yeah yeah we did uh yeah moving was 2020 and then just did uh, the last two releases kind of was old school and Everyday. yeah Um, they're sick yeah which were, were, were a ton of fun and uh yeah mad love to in rotation for you know they were definitely one of the ones out at the gate is like, yeah, I really want to work with In Rotation. Everything that they've been putting out has been, you know, again, another label that it has really been pushing sort of the modern house music. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, you know, they're not really looking for those classic house records. They want to know kind of what's on the cutting edge, which, what's crisp, what's clean. Um, and Mm -hmm. so, uh, I have a ton of respect for them. Their A&R team is incredible. Um, and, uh, yeah they've they've been so supportive of the project and really uh really kind of down to work with with myself and todd and have uh anytime we've kind of done a release they've been great for like you know doing an instagram takeover and doing other yeah. sort of uh, you know sharing producer tips on their on their socials and stuff and uh so i got a big shout out the team over there for uh for putting them on because, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the records have done great now, and uh, they've been you know, every day in old school, I think, have been two of my, my bigger ones this year, too. So, yeah. wow, killing it! Yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of fun,
2: a lot of fun,
1: all the fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, everyone, you yeah, now dude. this next one I was really excited to ask you about. I mentioned it before we went live. My man, Tombs, here from Chicago, Illinois. You guys country club disco and you guys have collaborated more than this too but the yeah. hell yeah ep i mean this one is so cool because i kn- i knew your sound as an individual producer i know his sound as an individual mm-hmm. producer and sometimes with collaborations it i don't want to say it sounds more one-sided like oh uh, this guy did more work but Sometimes it's like you follow that direction. This was like a 50 50 fusion, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Let's hear that 50 50 fusion. This is Cloverdale and Tombs Hell Yeah off the Hell Yeah EP on Country Club Disco.
0: Bring the fuck. Yeah, Yeah. He, uh, think. think,
1: uh, with that one, he had kind of sent one project over to me and I had sent some projects over to him. Mm-hmm. And in the end, uh, that's how we, we ended up with the two tracks. There we go. And, uh, yeah, both were definitely a very much a, a collaborative process. Drew has some like killer sort of like vocal selection that he kind of picked some of those out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so he, he kind of nailed the thematic elements of it all. Uh, and, uh, Dude, what was so much fun about that uh, is, so we had the EP signed, and then uh, Troy, who's one of my good friends here in Halifax, he's a promoter here, Mm -hmm. and we were like, man, Troy, it'd be so awesome to do an EP release party. Like, can you book tombs to come to Halifax? Oh, shit! And the motherfucker did it. So Drew came all the way to Halifax, and we played a full, like, sold-out show here at the Seahorse. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he came and played up here in Canada. And, uh, it was a blast. And that was like March, like 15th or something, 2020. And it was the last show that, uh, shit. that we played before COVID. Yeah. It ended up being the last one, which is God sad. Damn. Well, you but, went out with a bang, uh, didn't you? Went out with a bang. It was a huge show, ton of fun. And, uh, yeah, now everyone, that was the last show, like our city had before, before it shut down. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: So, well it's a great EP and, and shout out to the homie tombs again, man. He's, Dude, that uh, was
1: so much fun. He's a special we, producer. It was cold as fuck here when he came in. It's like February. <laughs> well, it was March. And it was it was so fucking cold. And we went out to the like the skating rink. We got some poutine and we ate it all. There's a video yeah. on our, our Instagram. And uh we got <laughs> we got him with hockey gloves on and stuff, and uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Brought That's him to awesome. the after party. I'm pretty sure we partied till like ridiculous o'clock in the morning yeah, like, yeah dude i want to come out there i really yeah. do it's pretty come high on. High. It's, it's a deep. blast
2: we're gonna fucking do it
1: yeah you're welcome anytime
2: okay all right you got yourself a deal
1: all right sick <laughs> i'll see you soon
2: okay <laughs> so this one we mentioned earlier octane world famous headquarters great label great track this one's got seven hundred thirty-five thousand plays on spotify what boom, the- boom fucking a man that's amazing
1: yes i'd like to thank uh spotify (laughs) (laughs) i'd like to
2: thank spotify for this (laughs) so cool dude that one hit all the big playlists and it really is a a great track it's one of your most successful ones but that was released in 2019 so it was one of your early ones let's check out some early cloverdale this one's called octane off world famous headquarters
1: dude it definitely it, it was the first one that got uh, yes yeah, a major sort of spotify playlisting support yeah. um which yeah ended up you know popping off it did well kind of getting supported by some other people yeah um ultimately i think some of the playlisting it, it got landed in uh, the power hour playlist which i think is a uh, sort of a workout playlist which is killer <laughs> yeah. but because of, because of that we ended up getting an email from a uh, like a music uh, director for, for a Netflix show who was looking for some music for a workout scene. And I was wow. like, you probably saw it in the workout playlist. Yeah. And so then it ended up being in the show uh, Behind Her Eyes, which is like a pretty wow. popular Netflix show. And uh, yeah. All, baby, all... let's go. Yeah, yeah. Making making money. Allowing me to live.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking awesome, man. That's one yeah, thing I dude. think. I really try and uh, open up to other producers out there. Like I think so many of them uh, think I need to be a world touring DJ to make money in the music industry. But like there are so many other ways to actually do that. You don't have to go on a world tour to actually get some income. You don't have to be a millionaire also to enjoy life, too. So that's really cool. I didn't know that
1: yeah dude and and like total like that was so lucky i wish like there was like a secret way to kind of do it again and do it again (laughs) but um yeah very much just kind of like ended up in that workout playlist and they were looking for some workout music and it all kind of the stars aligned i mean uh, the secret alex you said it
2: earlier man just release a lot of music something something will happen
1: yeah that's it release a lot of music try and make every release kind of better than your last try and you know always try and one up yourself a little bit Mm -hmm. uh and uh you'll get there you'll get there yes sir that's That's good advice that's it now have fun enjoy what you're doing
2: have fun and enjoy what you're doing clip that bang maybe i could end i could end the episode right there that's that's simple advice (laughs) (laughs) but i can't because i have more i have to ask you and i have to end with honorable mentions on some of your soundcloud remixes bro zoo faded dizzy rascal and army van bonkers. Phlegmatic Dogs, Ke- Yeah, K. I love that sano K remix, by the oh, way. I, I, I discovered that, like, whatever it was two weeks ago. That made it on the USB, too. And, of course, uh. you mentioned Skrillex, too. You did some Skrillex and Blood remixes.
1: Yeah, dude. How that's do you decide?
2: Fun. Do you just, wherever I can find the best acapella? Or is it like you just, like, listen to a song, you're like, I got to put my spin on
1: it? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, it, it has nothing to do with if there's a acapella or not. I feel like most of those there probably wasn't an acapella You're mostly just trying to like work with the song or whatever yeah yeah but, yeah But uh, I uh <laughs> I yeah if if, we're, if I'm gonna do a remix it's gotta be a song that a I like love the song immediately yeah yep. like, like it has to be a song that I like I'm like fuck yeah that is a certified banger I there we go heavy. and then two I need to sort of have an idea of like what I can do with it Yep. Um, you know, so if I hear the song out, I'm out at the mall and I, I hear, uh, you know, I hear bonkers by Dizzy Rascal, <laughs> the drop comes in and I'm like, well, that's, I know what I can do with that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can, I can make that a tech house track. And and so, uh,
2: <laughs> I can make that a tech house track. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, I, if I, if I have kind of an idea and a direction of where it can go, uh, that's usually sort of the move. Um. You know something that I can I know that I'll be easily able to isolate or easily able to kind of chop up. Or, yeah, um, smart. You know, I got, With that, I definitely I need the inspiration first before kind of diving in. Um, but yeah, it's funny the Zoo Faded remix we uh, actually did on a Twitch stream, and uh, so really? we, yeah, we um, like basically put a list of I think five or six song ideas. And I was—I remember one of them was uh, "Bad Boys for Life," uh, one of them Sick. was uh, "Faded," uh, fuck. There was a Celine Dion track. I forget what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and and we had the the viewers vote on on which one to remix, and then uh, did it live on the on the Twitch. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. I just awesome. sat there. At, well, it did like the first like 90 percent of it got it pretty much there and then yeah. I, I think i went back and did another mix down or something on it but
2: yeah god damn
1: god damn it was fun stuff though i, I wish i could do more of that i probably can here soon because i got a new computer but at the time i was i had a different computer that kind of struggled a little bit to do some of the, the streaming <laughs> multitasking yeah exactly <laughs> so uh, damn, i got a cpu yeah exactly I want, man, there's so many things I want to do all the time. Every day, I'm like, man, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. But there is just not enough hours in the day.
2: <laughs>
1: and I, I wish I was like 20 people sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not. So I feel, the same. I feel yeah. the same. Yeah.
2: We can only do what we can. At least everybody's got the same 24 hours in the day. That's kind of what keeps me level headed about it.
1: Yeah. It, that's That's what I feel like too. Except for some people just are really good at using all of them.
2: <laughs> yeah they're in they're an insomniac in their own way though yeah i like I to sleep a sleep. lot me too man yeah i like to sleep
1: some people some people are like man i like sleep you know four or five hours a night and i'm like i do not at all but no. i like i'm I'm good about my sleep i've never struggled with my sleep i like I, st- I go to bed early i wake up early but i get like a solid like eight hours i'm like not Same. not a typical dj
2: yeah me too we have a lot in common I like to get my sleep too
1: yeah it's sick
2: I take care of myself I drink a lot of water yeah I drink a lot of water too yeah I drink a lot of water I try to like be pretty organized I don't know
1: I get some exercise <laughs>
2: hey man you you were I'll tell you I won't I won't drop any names but I've had some people that cancel day of that won't respond to messages that never confirm on the email and I was like this guy's a fucking professional we got a huh. confirmation Thank you on the email invite we've got quick response time in the dms cool. i was a big fan before you even spoke
1: Ah, oh, thanks man i really I, I try to do that as much as i can just because i know i've been on the other side of it as well you know yeah, you know now, yeah you know and it, it is frustrating but at the same time i also i don't know we're all human
2: we are <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't get mad it's just like Oh, when you, of course. When you get other people's schedules involved in your life and you're like, this is what I can do. And then you're like, shit,
1: yeah. Yeah. Get over it. Exactly. Don't sweat the small it's stuff. Tough. Yeah.
2: Don't yeah. Small stuff. Okay. I like to add this question, especially to a producer like you who's released so much music. And I'll even let you throw an A-Wall across all of your tracks you've released, regardless of success, streams, label, is there one that means the most to you?
1: Oh my. Oh fuck.
2: And I'll tell Man. you what, a lot of times people say unreleased, but I'm gonna make you say something that's released.
1: Yeah, okay. I probably racket tactics. Uh I'm thinking. Yeah, probably racket tactics. I'm...
2: I think you guys know what time it is. Let's check out Cloverdale's favorite track, Racket Tactics off Lights. Of
1: why is that um so it's the song that we launched vibrancy with yeah um so it was the first sort of vibrancy release it was a song that me and my manager both like as soon as i kind of finished it up we were like oh man like this is sort of the sound that i've kind of been after Mm -hmm. it kind of encapsulates the um you know what I want to be known for a style that I want to be known for. Yeah, it uh, you know we we always have vibrancy. Like to say uh, that we're high octane tech house, and in that track, in my opinion, really yes, is that it like is a kind of a blend of of tech house. It's got some sort of bass house elements. It's got some like modern you know bongo groovy elements. I mm-hmm. and like a super crazy hype vocal. <laughs> I like <laughs> tried to you know try to harness some of my like joyride and skrillex influence oh but yeah m- mixed with you know some some sort of big groovy elements it's it's definitely very much like structured like a tech house track but like mm-hmm. feels more like a bass house track i don't know yeah you tiptoe um man. yeah and uh yeah it was just like a, a real special track for me and uh i uh yeah that would be the one i think because uh we and it's funny we we shopped around a little bit mm-hmm. but um not too hard because we were like yeah this is a special tune i mean it was kind of a special tune early on and we were like yeah. you know instead of you know you know releasing sort of one of the ones that we couldn't get signed somewhere yeah as the, like our label launching track yeah why don't we like launched the label with the best fucking thing because it's like yeah we're we don't want To like be like oh like we self released this because we didn't wanna we couldn't sign it somewhere else it's like yeah you dug it up
2: out the graveyard I know what you mean yeah
1: exactly I feel like some people do that it's like oh like I sent it around elsewhere and so I couldn't get it signed so I put it on my label it's like well no like yeah this this was I wanted to put it on my label because it's the fucking best one that in my opinion um so uh, yeah that was kind of our thought process behind it I love that um, man. Yeah, and uh, that so i w I'd say that one. Um but there's definitely a, a ton out there that are uh, are pretty special to me. Um that one. I love open up a lot. Um mm-hmm. yeah. But uh yeah. Maybe okay. that one. There's a couple tunes that I have in the in the vault right now that I yep. think also also are sort of like quintessential Cloverdale songs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah
2: speaking of vibrancy,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I want to talk about the label.
1: Okay. let's. So you it. had,
2: you had, you had this track, how long before were you planning on starting a label mm. or did this track like inspire you? What was the timeline? So, like?
1: so Todd and I, uh, Todd, my manager, we had kind of always thought like that we wanted to start a label. He is very much, he comes sort of from the business startup world mm-hmm. and, um, like has always sort of thought that it'd be like a really fun project to do. And yeah. I, uh, I've always been super down. We very much, we wanted to build the Cloverdale project a lot first and we probably would have built it even more was sort of our initial plan was to really sort of build the project a bunch more. Sure. Um, but uh, ultimately like we kind of got to a point where it was like we'd kind of signed Tracks with the majority of the labels that we were kind of reaching for, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, we you know kind of had already released on some of our dream labels, and we really—it's not that we were let down by some of the labels, but we were also like, "Oh, okay, so like this is this is what you do? Yeah, I see what you're doing. Okay, Mm -hmm. and we were like, I could do that, and there were often elements that it's like I could do that better." and so mm-hmm. we we were like hey like i don't know why we're really you know like waiting too much longer you know this was kind of in the middle of the pandemic and we had a little bit of time on our hands and it yeah. kind of just seemed like the right time we ended up applying the canadian government here had a couple of grant programs that we applied for uh and we ended Whoa. up getting getting one to help launch the label holy um, shit, that's amazing which, yeah which was super killer oh canada <laughs> yeah we, we actually have a lot of programs like that um and so uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna apply for a little bit more money here soon and hopefully uh yeah there's there's a bunch of wicked wicked grant programs up here in canada for that's really they're per, cool. they're provincially funded ones so like state funded same deal yeah. uh, and then there's also a couple federally funded ones as well and uh yeah there's a bunch of money up for grabs but uh you kind of do need to be like somewhat established but as long as you have sort of like a certain amount of like you know a bit of a following basically prove that you are a professional um yeah then uh yeah there's definitely money up for grabs you got to match it so it's like you know you got to kind of contribute 50% they contribute 50% kind of deal but yeah uh, yeah 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 but still uh, it's free money so Fuck was, yeah uh, dude yeah Kind of allowed us to kind of get our our website up and going and uh, do some. So we did some like promo campaigns and you know a couple Facebook ads and Instagram ads and stuff like that.
2: And it yeah. launched, baby. You launched yeah. in October, right? Uh,
1: yeah. It was the end of October. We did, and then kind of like all through November, we uh, we kind of promoted that. It, you know, we try and like with each release, you know, it's not just like you know post a couple things. We really try and draw out and yeah. like do a bunch of different content throughout the whole sort of like you know two three weeks after a release mm-hmm. uh, and really you know do live streams do demo feedback streams do like track production streams we've been doing you know track like q and a's and instagram takeovers yes and, you know all kinds of things just trying to get the artist's face in in front of the people as much as we can and yeah very build the brand global. yeah that's that's what we're trying to go for uh really try and uh, you know, build up those artists and share good tunes and that's it. Ultimately it's just share good tunes.
2: That's right, man. And you've had some incredible artists. We've got DJ Susan, local singles, Eleganto, Cashew, not the father, Stun um, yourself, of course, dude. Like we got some established, <laughs> we got some growing,
1: man. It's, it's been it's, so much fun.
2: It's so cool, man. Like everything about it, you know, you and tunes had another release and every track is like, really good really oh thank fa- you thank really you really good <laughs> how do you what's what's your demo process you know for people that maybe want to send you stuff are you looking for something specific Oh, dude you probably don't even give a shit about like the following and you just want good music no. right
1: no we really don't care about the following um yeah. you know our we just want hey, yeah good music is pretty much it we just uh so on our last uh exhibit cvp we just um it was like our last compilation we put out a track by Who and Why, and then it was his debut release. He had never put out a song ever what? before, and this this is his first track. But it was so good. Uh, I heard it in the demos and I was like, man, this song is fucking amazing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we, we put it out and uh, so he came out of the gates running. And uh, so, yeah, your your following doesn't matter at all. But what, as long as you, your music is, you know, on point, you know, it fits the, the sound that we're going, we're going for, you know, sort of cutting edge, sort of modern forward thinking, high, yeah. ener- high energy tech house music, you know, stuff that sort of straddles that line between tech house and bass house. And, yeah. you know, we call it high octane tech house, um, high but, octane uh, tech house, <laughs> uh, you know, some of it is a little bit more bass housey, but yeah. And, uh, we have a a demo submission on our website over at vibrancylabel.com. dot com and uh, so if anybody wants to send out some demos, that's the place to do it. Uh, we have a a pretty automated cool demo listening feed so I, I don't miss a demo, which is sick. And, that's awesome. Uh, we it's not try just to
2: some blanket email type thing.
1: Yeah, no, we try to uh, we've tried to really sort of hone in on that because that was another thing is we really were getting frustrated sending out demos to labels and then, you know, hearing back like two months later, three months later sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like I, I never want to, uh, to do that to other people. Um, yeah. So uh, we uh, but that being said, we've been getting a fuck ton of demos, which has been amazing. <laughs> it's been awesome. And I've been loving listening to everybody's tracks um but it, it has been it has been a lot so uh, i That's couldn't imagine good problem i think i think about that sometimes it's like man like i think about how many labels we get so i'm like how many demos we get sorry so i'm thinking like how many yeah. demos is like repopulate mars getting how many demos <laughs> is you know confession <laughs> getting and stuff? yeah night base <laughs> so true yeah i couldn't imagine be, it must be you know like we're, we're getting like five or six a day kind of deal and they must be getting that stacks yeah they must be getting so many.
2: So fucking many. I don't even know. <laughs> What's the name, Vibrancy? Though I mean, it's a great name. What's the inspiration?
1: So, I I actually forget first if if the concept came first the or the label came or the name came first. But the basically it it ties well with what we're trying to do. We're trying to also showcase the artwork side of things and pair really really dope visual artwork with. Um, with the music so with each release that we do at vibrancy we kind of pick a new visual artist and it might not it's not always sort of like a your traditional sort of 3d graphic artist that you see on most label releases yeah uh, our first one was with this cool abstract painter and she does yeah these these like full-on canvas paintings and uh, we kind of took an image from that uh, but then we did a full profile piece on her and tried to sh- you know showcase her artwork to to our fan base as well and then we worked with a graffiti artist we work with a fashion designer right now we're working with a jeweler wow. uh, our next one is with this video perfect pro- uh, video projectionist he kind of projects videos onto like canvases and different shapes and stuff Whoa. Uh, so we're really trying to like step outside of the box in terms of like how you can incorporate artwork into the release of, of your music project yeah and uh, that's uh, that's what we've been doing and it's been that has been a whole super super fun side of it the release we're doing right now actually and it's it's cashew's uh, fear EP. it actually comes out this Friday we just yeah. put out the fir- the first single came out last Friday and the whole EP comes out this Friday. But the, uh, the artist that we've paired for paired with is called the six of cups and they are a jeweler duo out of Austin, Texas. And um, they've been, they've actually made this really cool. They've called it the vibrancy stone. And, oh, it, damn. and it's like this shiny um, sort of opal crazy colors, like stone that they've made and uh, we're actually going to auction it off for charity during our, uh, our live stream this Friday. And uh, so that, that's going to kind of be our, our fun little thing that we're tying in with the, with the Cashew EP. And so the stone is actually sort of the backdrop of, of the album artwork. And uh, so, and the Spotify canvas it's kind of tied into all the branding is, is oh. this real physical one of a kind stone. And then we're going to, yeah, we're going to sell it off. <laughs> Uh, Dude, yeah it'll be fun little more than
2: a label god damn this is incredible
1: (laughs) oh thanks man yeah we're as i said we're just we're trying to do things for you know a little out of the ordinary kind of um you know keep other people involved and collaborate with as many people as we can and uh just push good art
2: so cool man so cool and i I love how you're involving different types of artists too it's not just like a graphic designer and a producer it's like jewelers and you're probably gonna get an architect involved here soon aren't you oh uh, that'd be sick <laughs> any architects out there
1: yeah I mean, cloverdale there we go actually <laughs> i i really do want. we don't have sort of an artist submission portal right now and i'd, I'd like to kind of submit set that up because i really would like to sort of what's great with so the six of cups these jewelers are also i think todd connected the with them through the uh, house call discord server actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, like they are they're fans of, of the music, the fans of, of that and so uh, yeah the collaboration kind of like worked out great and, and so you know we, yeah. we always are working want to work with people that are are down for the cause and you know love what we're up to we love what they're up to and uh, you know sort of cross promote the whole thing.
2: So sick. i love what you're doing man what what a great story and what a hot start to to violence.
1: oh thank you so much man
2: on fire man (laughs) congratulations to you on that and
1: Uh, i think
2: a lot of people don't even know the undertaking that goes into starting and building and continuing a label too so glad you got the help of the canadian government at the very least
1: (laughs) (laughs) no big ups to them and uh yeah i Big, big ups to Todd too who's who's kind of been tackling the whole whole business side of it too. And uh, he really it's a it's a team effort between him and I for sure.
2: That's awesome. Sounds like I gotta have Todd on the podcast too. Dude,
1: actually if you wanna have someone who's like down to Todd tithe- like music and music business and stuff, he is he's super super smart in that regard and would chat your ear off. So I man. love I always <laughs> interview people behind the scenes,
2: man. They're like they're part of the lifeblood of of the music industry and they yeah. play such a vital role that I think is forgotten a lot.
1: Oh, totally, man, totally, totally. And uh, it's it's just great to have someone who uh, who's just yeah there to grind along with you and uh, you know there to kind of build uh, build as much as you are. So it's dope. Yeah.
2: Special. Now, um, on on a bit of a a personal note, you know, being a creative, let alone a DJ producer, certainly someone who's at a different part of the world as well, can have a lot of ups and downs, a lot of successes, a lot of failures. And I think a lot of people don't see the times where you're by yourself in your room trying to make a track. Well, I guess you were in the incubator, so <laughs> maybe it didn't happen as much. But have there been any obstacles you've encountered along the way? And if if you can think of something specific, how did you overcome it?
1: Oh man. I mean, it's tough to think, like, total, total specifics. I feel like yeah. it's just, like, it's a constant every day, you yeah. know, the amount of, like, you know, demo rejection emails or, like, the amount of yeah. collabs that have started that just, like, faded out into nothing. Or, yeah. You know, it, it, there's kind of constant you know, shows that you thought were going to happen and that didn't happen. And don't say anything you until know. you see
2: your name on the flyer. And even then it's not a guarantee.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. man. <laughs> you know, I feel like everybody kind of has those those moments. Um, and I, I often thought that it like for a long time that it was sort of a, you know, if only I knew that person, if only I knew that person. And like, it's really not, it's yeah. not necessarily the case, you know, sometimes if you know somebody, it might, you know, get you, you know, one, little leg up here or there, but like ultimately the thing that matters the most is what you're doing, you know, what you're putting out the, you know, the content that you're making. If you make amazing content, you know, eventually people are going to, you know, people aren't going to be able to look away. People are going to be, you know, you're, you're, that's it. You just got to put out the best of the best, focus on your craft and, uh, you know, eventually yeah, people won't be able to ignore you.
2: (laughs) let you become the person that people want to know
1: yeah exactly exactly man so uh i i I used to definitely kind of like get bogged down on that and think you know like why aren't why isn't my music getting signed and yeah looking back on it and if i listen to the songs now i'd be like oh well what didn't get signed because it was a shit song (laughs) like that's that's why and like ultimately at the time if i had listened to it I probably could have been like, oh yeah, I guess it's not as good as, as everybody else. It's good, yeah. but that's the thing. Like, unfortunately, the hardest part about music right now is everybody is so fucking good. There's Everybody's... no barrier to
2: entry. People getting younger and younger. It's ridiculous.
1: Exactly right, and so because of that, there's so many producers, and everybody is amazing. <laughs> um, so. So in order to kind of shine through today, you really need to be a amazing and be incredibly unique uh, and doing yeah. your own thing and, and really kind of pushing the boundary, uh, which is, it's not easy. It's hard. It takes time. It takes effort, but yeah. uh, you can do it. You can do it. Just stick it out, have fun. Um, you know, your music's going to suck for a couple years. Yeah. That's uh, a fact. You know, that's the hardest part is, you know, the, the first few years where, where you know, no matter what, you're still learning, and it just takes years to learn. Like there, there isn't unfortunately like a a, a super fast track to training your ears, especially no. to like mixing on a song. You know, there's nothing. You know, you just need to do it. You know, fifty times, hundred times.
2: So true, fifty times, hundred times. I sometimes think about like the music industry and and your your longevity as a as an artist. You have to enjoy what you're doing. You better love the process because one release could change your life, but 90, you could get 99 no's, right? And that one that you decided I'm going to keep going. That is the, that is the one that will take you over the edge. But the fact is it's really easy to say, fuck this on 30 and 40 attempts and 50 attempts and 98 attempts. Yeah. But if you enjoy what you're doing and you're having fun with your friends and you're meeting new people and you just genuinely have a passion for it, then everything will will eventually happen and that's kind of like dude this is episode 164
1: i think dude that's nuts congrats man that's
2: crazy thank you man so it's like you know the, i i had a lot of times where i was like is anybody listening yeah oh, yeah <laughs> but now i i've never enjoyed the process more and i've never had more momentum because i'm doing what i love and i feel so so grateful to have found my passion in life at this point but i didn't yeah. didn't know you know i'm 28 about to be 29 i didn't know for a long time what i really wanted to do and it yeah. turns out doing this podcast and interviewing people who are passionate about what they do is what i love the most so that's kind of that's my perspective on it
1: that's what's up man exactly and that's that's it if you if you wake up like for me i wake up every morning pretty much and i'm like man i could write music all day yeah, all day. All I day. podcast all day. I'm right with you.
2: Yeah. And it's my
1: favorite thing to do. And like all the time, I'm like, all right, like, uh, what can I do to like, get rid of all this other shit I got to do so I can just sit <laughs> and get baked and write tunes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hell
1: yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, so, when I
2: when I come out, we're definitely we're definitely we're stopping. We're smoking. We're having some cider and we're going to enjoy our time. Is that is All that right. right
1: Sounds like a plan, dog. I'm down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am damn okay last question what do you got in the works for the rest of this year what can you tell us about
0: boom
1: boom boom okay uh what can i tell you about we got uh next release is uh another track of mine with me and Slatten. uh and oh. he's, he's a buddy from he's originally from russia but lives in spain it's just funny about Slatten slatin and i wow. if you like showed pictures of us next to each other we look almost like identical we wear like <laughs> s- similar glasses and if i shaved like we're both bald and oh like... my god that's
2: <laughs> hilarious you got you got to come up with some good content for that i'm oh waiting for it
1: i know i gotta I gotta think it through big time um <laughs> so we have a track called killing me that's coming out on a, a vibrancy compilation exhibits volume three the end of june and then uh, i got a track uh a collab actually with local singles who, yes
2: the local singles boys they're
1: incredible <laughs> dude they're fun shit. they just kind of I, I saw their name show up in the demos uh I, I'm on like the vibrancy demos months ago and they sent in this tune with Fovos called the uh what was that uh, lighters and we put it out on vibrancy and since then i was like man these guys are fun as fuck. yeah they sent over some projects and i was like dude this is dope as hell yeah so we actually have a tune uh coming out on tech uh which is noisy's label that's awesome a, congrats a fun 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 tune it's definitely probably one of the more houseier, sort of like a classic house type sound that you've heard but it definitely has a little bit of that that edge to it um so that's gonna be coming out in july and uh then uh I feel like those are the only ones I, I have dates for that are locked in right now, but then I kind of have a stack, a stack of tunes yeah, um, that are, uh, yeah, probably an absurd amount that are just sitting there. We're, uh, <laughs> and, it, and we're some formulating...
2: tracks that might see the light of day. It sounds like, yeah,
1: who knows, who knows, man, we're, we're going to formulate a bit of a plan. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a ton of fun. And I'm working on hella collabs right now, trying to finish up a bunch of those working on stuff with, I feel like I could say all kinds of stuff i don't know i don't care yeah whatever <laughs> We're on, you say. Yeah, i'm working on stuff with no thanks which is some dope guys from vancouver who do some uh-huh. sort of like fun house stuff doing a track with soda from australia yeah some stuff with truth and lies wow um, house divided yes uh, let's go basically all my favorite uh kind of producers right now <laughs> i can't wait to hear
2: these <laughs> holy shit
1: <laughs> yeah uh, basically uh, those guys all those names i just named are all like guys that have been fucking killing it and like really you know pushing forward the sound and to really sort of align with what i'm doing and i'm stoked to be working with all of those guys because uh yeah i'm uh, and the tunes are shaping up well and uh excited to kind of put a bow on those and yeah. ship them off
2: amazing man amazing sounds yep. like 2021 is gonna be a big one for you as, was... as soon as you can travel again, man, I, I'd love to book you for an event here in Chicago. I mean that.
1: Dude, it, I'd love to be there as soon as, uh, you know, I'm hoping I got my vaccine appointment in like 15 days. It's Okay. It's soon. We're a little slower here in Canada, but that's it's, okay. It's okay. It's, okay. it's all right it's all right, it's what, all right. Can you, <laughs> what can you do
2: what can you do the canadian attitude what can you do eh?
1: <laughs> there we are but uh yeah so i got my vaccine appointment coming up soon so hopefully uh you know a couple months after that but get me on the road sounds good Just get me on a plane I, yeah. I want to get out of here
2: <laughs> well you keep hunkering down staying safe um congratulations right. on moving into your new place with your girl and thanks um, dog I hope you guys don't fucking bust down the walls with some bass music, but
1: <laughs> No promises, man.
2: No promises. Dude, this has been so much fun. I'm an even bigger fan of you now than I was before. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not surprised because you're the fucking man.
1: Uh, cheers, brother. Likewise, you're a G. Thank you so much for having me. And this has been a blast, man.
2: Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Cloverdale. Woo! woo. to the Rolodex and shout out to Vibrancy as well.
1: Uh, thank dope. you so much, brother. And Todd And Todd. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, my man. You have a good night. I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. You too, brother.
2: Peace, Alex.